Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Hi everyone, welcome to The Next Normal and America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and Each Wednesday, we get together and have a heart-to-heart conversation with some of the most profound voices. Recently, I've been enjoying interviewing some of the co-authors in Mayhem to Miracles, published by Sacred Stories Publishers. And I have to tell you, each story just really holds you in your seat. One in particular that touched me is our next guest, Teresa Velarde. She's just got a story. You know, and I find that her story is very, very impactful. I mean, she's lived all over the world. She works with coaching clients and authors to bring out the best of who they are and their messaging in a way that reflects their heart and their mission and their effect on this ever-changing world. Her abilities as a writer, publisher, editor, coach are vital ingredients that she brings to those who choose to share their message with the world, either on her show or through her publishing platform. Teresa also hosts the video podcast, Conversations, that make a difference on Dream Visions 7 Radio Network, and is a co-author in the new book, Mayhem to Miracles, Sacred Stories of Transformational Hope, consisting of inspiration stories from 30 authors. Teresa, welcome to The Next Normal and America Meditating Radio. Thank you, Sister Jenna. I'm excited and happy to be here. Before we discuss the new book, Mayhem to Miracles, tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to become a coach. So, as you said, I have had a life of interesting things happen, and I shared several of them in this series through the three books. But one of the things that I believe is important is that when we go through an experience, regardless of how we come through it, There's always somebody else who's going through the experience and needs to hold on to hope or joy or possibility of change. So I felt it in my spirit that I really needed to take the lessons that I learned from these experiences and share them with other people and make room for them to tell their story with a little bit more joy and hope in their lives. It's so lovely when you actually hear the story of another person rather than sometimes just you trying to convince somebody of your own story. (laughs) And that's one of the things that I think the magic or the miracle in Mayhem to Miracles, it has this overarching energy about it that you're going to sit on your couch and your table in your bed. And as you're listening to these stories that are being offered with such purity of intent, it changes you. It really does. It changes you. So you've said that faith in God, gratitude and giving are your heart. What brought you to this point of personal and spiritual evolution? Uh, Wow. There were several things. The main thing was that this goes back to one of the other books in that series. But one of the things that really brought me this close to God and to my spiritual well-being and who I am created to be 
was a moment that I had looking in the mirror as I was trying to figure out my life and how to get out of a really abusive relationship. And I had what I call a come to Jesus moment. And I had for years and years and years thought that everything that was happening to me was the result of my not listening to a clear message from God. And I thought the upbringing that I had was that I thought that if I wasn't listening or I wasn't following through on what I was asked to do, that everything else that happened to me was punishment for not listening. So when that moment came that I had to have this real come-to-Jesus moment, sobbing in the mirror, just wondering what my purpose was for my life, I just kind of surrendered to the new possibility, and everything changed. Wow, incredible. When we have those awakenings, those aha moments, those come-to-Jesus moments, it is one of the most priceless gifts a soul can receive because it's the opportunity to take you into a better and a newer version of yourself rather than to be so stuck in the old Belgium part of you. So many of us are trying to change, you know, and we don't really have the courage to make the change. So we stay with what we've got or what we're comfortable with and argue with ourselves inside time and time again or argue with each other. Like, you're like this, you're like that, when in reality, what we're trying to communicate is, God, could I just get a come to Jesus moment and find the courage to change my own ways? You know, and so really, it's a very profound time. I think this pandemic has definitely invited quite a number of people to begin that exploration. I've been on my journey for almost 30 years, and I'm still having my come to Jesus, Baba, Krishna, Kuda, Allah moments, you know, and I really want more and more of them. So you also have a publishing platform and you have We Be Book Publishing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and the types of book that you publish. Okay, so in We Be Book, we publish basically anything that is relative and can invite the reader in to experience whatever it is. Just as being a coach, people who are coaches and teachers in the business world have the reader come in to experience what it is that has been successful for them. We'll also publish novels, business books. Basically, the stuff that we don't publish is the occult and pornography. I have a children's book platform as well, and there's a lot of children's books coming out. People look at, like, the bad things that have happened in this. Not everybody. Some of us say it in the positive. Look at all the different things that have happened that have harmed them, where there are a bunch of people who are in this world who have a story to tell, whether it be by virtue of a child's book or whether it be by virtue of a business book, a novel, their individual story, biographies. We have a movie books publishing will publish your story and um, help you along the way to give life to it and share it with the world. How do you handle the marketing? Has the marketing been easy and have you been able to get some of these books out far and wide where you feel the result is really worth the energy? I believe it is, absolutely. We do something different than most publishing companies do. We provide the service of getting the books put together, and we put them up on the author's platform so that they get all the royalties, and we just provide the service. And Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis is my business partner with WeB Books Publishing, and so we have radio platforms, video platforms, we help our authors get a little bit of visibility and give them a hand up to success as a writer, as an author, as a leader in their industry. Beautiful. Congratulations. So Thank Mayhem you. to Miracles share sacred stories of transformational hope. What is hope to you? What does it look like? 
Oh my goodness. First word that comes to mind when I think about hope and possibility. And, you know, I've been in a place where I felt like I had no hope. And then came that moment, you know, where I really looked at myself and said, God didn't take me this far to drop me on my head now. So I really think there's something else coming from this, good, bad, or otherwise. And I always choose to hold on to the possibility, to the positivity, to gratitude, which is a huge practice in my life, and really just be in the moment rather than thinking about what was or what could possibly be in any kind of negative way. I bring whatever possibility could be in any single moment. And that gives me hope for a better day, a better minute, a better future. It's an attitude and it's a feeling in your heart. It's part of the spirit, I believe, that we come to a place where there is possibility for change. There is possibility for joy. There is possibility for new things that will be good. It's so important for us to have an optimistic point of view or vision because whatever obstacle or challenge that we're going through currently, we know it's from the past. And if we keep feeding into that vibration, we're only feeding into the past. So what is it that we need to do? What is the intervention required to bring us into the possibility, into the whole genre of hope? And it is really new insights. And I always believe it has a deep connection to source where you kind of reset. You know, every time you make a connection to source, it's a pause, it's a resetting, it is a breath, and it is an opportunity to think a little bit detached from what you're accustomed to thinking. And that sometimes just opens up whole new portals. So in addition to your being a coach, an author, publisher, you're also a potter. You know, I remember I saw that movie Ghost with Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Mm -hmm. And the way they did that pottery, it's like they made doing pottery so good. What's that like? You know, what's pottery about? Why did you take it up? You know, it's really interesting. The first pottery class that I took in a high school classroom, the teacher that I had said to me, you've done this before. And I was like, not in this lifetime. But, (laughs) you know, I believe it was a gift that was given to me for many different reasons. And it's funny that you bring the ghost thing up because would I say I'm a potter when somebody asks me about me and and part of it is the pottery, they say, you mean like in the movie Ghost? I say, yeah, (laughs) except Patrick Swayze never made it to my studio. (laughs) But for me, it's a very spiritual experience. It's taking something from the earth and creating something that would not have been tangible if it had been left in the earth and brings forth this beautiful gift, whether it be a vase, a cup, a plate, whatever, it it just brings forth something beautiful that normally would have been literally mud. And so when I think about some of the things like, like the movie Ghost and watching people do this process, the word transformation is just like the one word that can seriously and wholly describe the process of making pottery. It's very soothing to me. It's like I would invite God into the procedure when I'm, you know, into the process as I'm doing the pottery. And I feel like I have an extra set of hands helping me along the way. Well, let's talk about what you included in Mayhem to Miracles, a chapter that I had read for one of my sharings, A Little Glimpse of Heaven. What was that glimpse for you? Oh, my goodness. So my mom had gone through lung cancer. Both my parents died of lung cancer, sadly. 
that the experience with my mother was quite different than the experience with my father. And the glimpse of heaven that I got was a couple of nights before she actually passed on. And I was having a conversation with her. I was talking to her as I was putting her to bed. And I'm talking to her like I'm talking to you. And all of a sudden, she's off, looking in the corner of the room where the wall meets the ceiling. And I could not get her attention. And so I let it go for a little bit. And then I realized what was happening. And I said to her, okay, mom, who's here? And so she started to name all of my deceased relatives, my father, my grandmother, my Aunt Rose. A Sunday afternoons at my grandmother's house, who used to fight, by the way, to make the meal, to make the dinner, whatever. Anyway, but the, the whole, after the dinner was over, the guys would play cards and the women would go into another kitchen that was strictly for making the pasta. And so we would go and we would make pasta for the next Sunday's meal. And that night with my mom, as she told me all of the people that were there, I said, and what are they doing? And she looked me straight in the eye and she said, they're cooking the pasta for the party. I'm going home. That immediately brought me to what I just described to you, my childhood and making pasta with my family. And it just gave me such a sense of peace. And, you know, she had previously said to me, I know where I'm going, but I'm sure going to miss you. And, you know, I feel like I had a major connection to my mother. I believe we were soul sisters. And I had a great connection to her when she was here. And I still feel her in my spirit as she's on the other side. So that was my little sense of heaven, seeing that, you know, she's going home. She's being with all of my family. She was ready for a party. (laughs) You know, I'm still exploring this whole dimension about what happens after a soul transitions from playing its part. I've heard some folks say there is another side or there's a heaven or there's another space that they go to. And then I've heard in my tradition that the soul renounces the part that it's played and then it finds another womb and then it comes back and it continues the journey if it has not become so filled with love. And there's an element of an attachment. It says that attachment will bring it back to continue the journey until it gets it right, so to speak. And I've been exploring it a lot because as I witness my mother changing in front of my eyes, a little by little, I'm being offered a window into something I'm supposed to understand more about who I am and where I've been and the decisions or the choices that I really need to make at this point in my life that take me closer to divinity or to love. And it's got to be one of the most profound experiences. I, I can see how it did impact you where, you know, there you're talking to her. She turns to the wall and You're like, what are you seeing? She says, I'm seeing the whole clan and they're making pasta and it's time to go home. And it's like, how do you even respond to that? Yeah. She's seeing something internally inside of the soul behind her eyes, Mm -hmm. something too physical eyes you can't see. And I think why meditation and spirituality is so essential. It gives us some insights into what is really real, you know, and what isn't. So let's say that I'm going to ask you to complete a sentence that if I know then what I know now. I would spend more time knowing my other family members. There are some that created huge mayhem before this particular moment. And I guess I would spend more time in relation to this experience in comforting, in learning more about my other family members who just 
all they could do was grieve. And I was joyful for her. So I would get to know them more and I would hopefully bring light to a darkness that they don't know how to get through. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. Any other final thoughts that you'd like to leave with us today, a main message to the full audience? You know, I think that the biggest thing that I want to tell people is that everyone has an experience, regardless of what it's focused on. Everybody has a story. We all come here to have those experiences and learn and grow from them. And I totally understand everything that you said about, you know, transitioning and what happens to the soul. What happens now in this lifetime, if there is another after this, and I believe that there is, what happens in this lifetime to you as an individual is important. So whether you share it in a book, whether you share it in an interview, whether you share it in your journal, or whether you just talk to your friends or whatever, just talk about what happens in this world because it is important. And regardless of what it is, we leave a legacy for our families and those who come after us. That's so beautiful. Folks, you got it. You know, this couldn't have been a better ending of our conversation with our special guests because we really need to identify what's the message of our lives, right? Right, Teresa? Like, what is my message? And it's not that I want to impart a message on you because I think I'm somebody important. My imparting of my message is coming from the deepest innermost process that I'm going through. And in processing, it's like I'm getting towards my enlightenment. I'm doing the investigation on the soul. And that's the message, all the little gifts that are coming up from that. Leave us with the website where we can find more information about your work. And thank you so much for joining us today and being the spirit that you are and just making our world a much better place. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sister Jenna. This has been wonderful. You can find me at TeresaVellardi.com. It's T-E-R-E-S-A-V-E-L-A-R-D-I.com. Or you can go to ConversationsThatMakeADifference.com. And you can listen to me on Dream Vision 7 Radio. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much, Teresa. Well, folks, you've gotten a lot of information to percolate on and to help you to move that little bit further. That's what I want. When you tune in, my deepest wish is that after hearing one of these conversations, it just had your what? Coming to Jesus moment, as you said, Teresa. You know, it just gives you that aha moment. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. A little bit more of me. I got it. I got it. It is my pure intent to see you strengthen your interior resolve so that you can deal with whatever has to show up for you. You'll always do it with grace and dignity. So thank you for joining us. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And I suspect... We might be here to practice loving each other the same. Lots of love, take care, be kind, and see you soon. When I was asked by Sacred Stories Publishing to write a book on mystical divine experiences, initially I said no, those are too private. But then when they came back again to urge me to do it, I said, why not? It'll be of service because over 25 co-authors would, have, would be joining me on this journey to share their own experiences. In meditation, intimate experiences with the divine through contemplating practices, you will read stories from our co-authors of a heartfelt clarity about a father's death giving his son a new life. You will hear the story of a woman embracing her wounded inner child and healing herself. You will even hear stories about an inexplicable medical miracle and so much more. This book 
has a life of its own. You will learn how listening to your inner silence can help you overcome life obstacles and reclaim your spiritual power. I hope that you'll be able to dive deep into this and maybe even explore your own mystical and divine experiences for your life to change, for your life to become one that is completely full and rich of everything good. Enjoy, and thank you for looking into meditation, intimate experiences with the divine through contemplative practices. Happy Holidays, located at 6838 Piedmont in Gainesville, Virginia. We're a family-owned restaurant and offer authentic Asian cuisine and sushi. Come, savor our delicacies made with love and enjoy the perfect ambiance. We look forward to seeing you there. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.